0: Exodus chapter 8 verses 16 through 19 the, the Lord the Lord said unto Aaron stretch out thy rod and smite the dust of the land Sometimes he has to put you in a dry place to get a miracle that it may become lice. Hmm. Sometimes his miracle will not look the way you want it to. (laughs) It's going to become lice throughout all the land of Egypt. And they did so. For Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod, and he smote the dust of the earth. And it became lice in man and in beast. All the dust of the land became lice throughout all the land of Egypt. And the magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lice. But they could not. So there were lice upon man upon the beast. Then the magicians said unto Pharaoh. These were Pharaoh's magicians that the New Testament would reveal as Janies and Jambres. They said this is the finger of God. <laughs> When the magicians are testifying on God's behalf, you're having a bad day. Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he hearkened not unto them, as the Lord had said. I want to preach to you a little while tonight, and I will reference again the book of Hebrews as I feel so compelled this evening. Between Exodus 8 and Hebrews 11, I will preach tonight as I feel inspired by the Lord when the dust settles. When the dust settles. Would you pray with me tonight? I'm going to turn off my microphone. I want you to lift your voice. Come on, I want you to fill this house with prayer. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Find three or four people around you before you're seated and tell them we'll see who's right when the dust settles. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see who's right when the dust settles. Because of the way my mind thinks, I struggle to mix narrative. But, oh, Brother Titus, if I were to be a narrative-mixing preacher, I would want to go to a New Testament story where there is a little lady who has been pulled from even the act of adultery. And they have gathered around her to stone her And Jesus walks in. Dr. James Hughes says, where they were was the temple. He said, I think that he bent down and wrote, wash me. You're worried about her when you got dust in the church. I don't know if it's right, but I like it. And he looks at them, and what were those famous words? Let him without sin. What if we said tonight, let him without sin shout? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't feel like a Pentecostal church. Unless you repent real good and then say, well, now. But if I said, let him who's never sinned." And really what Jesus was addressing there, not him who's never failed. He said, I'm talking to people that got sin in your life right now. But you'd rather kill her than identify your own truth. Because just like the life between Cain and Abel, sometimes it's easier to kill somebody else than make your worship better. They're standing around. And... uh, Let him without sin. So if if I was mixing narratives, I'd like to see the dust cloud that hits the ground that day while a despised, now embraced woman hears those words of Christ through the dusty atmosphere. Head on home, neither do I condemn you. But stop sinning. (laughs) You know, that's part of forgiveness. Now stop sinning. (laughs) Praise God. Exodus. We see the Old Testament dust story. And I've got to be honest with you, it's terrible. It's an overwhelming situation. Moses is a magnificent character of Scripture. He is born to Jochebed in a time where Egypt has become vile. I'm going to tell you, folks, it was vile. It was dirty. It was rotten. It has surpassed Babylon. It's filth. It's sin. And yet it's where God's people were. It is the type, as we have concluded, it is the type for us to understand and be reminded, just like the children of Israel in Egypt, this world is not our home. The problem is, Pharaoh has established himself as a god. Anybody can call themselves a God. But when they start getting amens from the crowd, Brother Womble, it becomes a problem. You let somebody that can't get any followers call himself a God. What's that old statement? If you're leading but nobody's following, you're just taking a walk. The problem is their culture had become so rich with not a graven idol but a man that was an idol we can make idols out of people we need to identify that and they had set and established Pharaoh as a god they worshipped him they feared him and I'm going to tell you right now He had people involved in witchcraft around him. There is an absolute rise in witchcraft in North America right now. We can deny it. We can try to act like it's not true. We can sing our songs and pretend that it is not true. But it is true. There is very much a rampage of witchcraft. He is born in a time when the babies are being killed. For Pharaoh has somehow become overwhelmed thinking these children of Israel, while they are our slaves and our servants, somehow they keep multiplying. How is it possible that they continue to grow. I want you to hear a very clear statement from me. Because even in troubled times, their emphasis was on family. In the best of times or the worst of times, before it was penned in a novel... It was accomplished in the text. They were focused on family. And they were multiplying because of the favor of God. And Pharaoh was discouraged about it. Brother Staten, he was distraught about it. Because while he had magicians in his ear, he also had some worry warts in his ear. Hey, 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 Pharaoh what what happens if what happens if they rise up here's an idea let's kill all the babies every baby boy that's born we're going to destroy it and here comes Moses born to this mother help me out young people what does she do she keeps him she hides him the Bible says that they hid him for a little while. And then where does she put him? In the ba- I saw a couple of you. Yeah. Basket. Put those bulrushes together, right? Sets him down. Now we applaud that today. But imagine if the news caught wind of you doing that. We applaud it because we know how the story turns out. But imagine you get caught. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just putting the baby in the river. (laughs) But I, I need to tell you this tonight. You can only hide His favor so long until you've got to turn it into faith faith most often looks radical yes it does faith most often looks radical to those who are non believers and i'm going to tell you right now sometimes to believers <laughs> you did what you you doing what I'm just going to take the baby down to, down to the river. Why? You have lost your mind. No, I'm just going to put him in the hands of God. We know the story, right? It turned into a great little Bible story for most of us. He just floats down the river. You got this little middle image of, uh, uh, of baby Moses just sucking his thumb, floating down, got a little bonnet on. Some of y'all parents have put bonnets on all your kids. Got little hats on them. My wife, our first daughter, our only daughter, excuse me. Sorry, that is not prophetic. We're done. In Jesus' name. I need you to stop and pray with me right now. Father in heaven. Before we ever get her home from the hospital, I don't know if it's as popular now, but my wife would put these big old bows. The bow was as big as the head. How many know what I'm talking about? And she kept all this material at home. Come on, I'm going to call you out right now. (laughs) Kept all this material at home. She'd make a bow to match every single outfit. Right? Real stretchy. Real stretchy. Take it off the head. Look like there had been a suction cup on there. I still can't get over first daughter got him in the got him in the basket got him in the river and he floats down pharaoh's daughter now in the world they will call that coincidence in the kingdom we call it miraculous you need to know that most often what the world calls coincidence we ought to lift our voice and call miraculous and if we're not careful hear me if we're not careful we will dumb down our faith ah and we'll take on the same demeanor and the same language and the same custom as the world, but we are not of the world. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. Just like, just like last week when they went to that, that doctor's appointment, and the doctor told Sister Sluice, our brother Sluice looked at him and said, "You're lucky," and Sister Sluice said, "We ain't lucky." She could have just sat there and took it. But we don't think like others think. And we don't live like others live. And we don't hope like others hope. Jacob, what are you doing? I've done all I can do. I'm putting him in the hands of the Lord. I'm going to tell some people right now whose babies have not come back to church yet. I know they're 30 and 40 years old, but they're still your baby. You've done all you can do, but you square your shoulders again. And you just tell hell, I'm putting them in the hands of the Lord. Oh, I feel something right there. They're in the hands of God. Doesn't matter how turbulent the waters is. He steals the waters when he needs to. He'll direct the current to the right person. I think if anybody else would have found the baby, they'd have killed the baby. It's not just that somebody finds the child. It's that the right person finds the child. I'm gonna tell you right now, I am praying God help us to win people, but I'm also asking God send us some strategic people. I want people who bring us favor with the city. If we're gonna sing about having a revival and a resurrection in the city, send us the people. I want people in the palace. Yes, I do. Isn't it something? By the time it's said and done, mama is being called back. This is bizarre. No, it's miraculous. This is kooky. No, it's miraculous. A lot of people think you're kooky for being here. Can we face the facts there? They think you're kooky for wearing a suit and coming to church on Sunday night during Super Bowl, for the love of God. They think you're kooky, and you recognize, no, I am a walking, talking, living, breathing miracle. If you knew what he has done, the current should have never brought me here. The current would have never led me here. If it would have been left up to the river, I would have never been here. But he has ordered my steps. He has directed me to the body and to the family. And so you call me crazy if you want to, but it's not kooky and it's not coincidence. It's a miracle. I am a you ought, to, you ought to lift your voice and remind hell, I'm a miracle. And there's nothing you can do about it. I am. I'm a miracle. Come on any choir members, a miracle. Hadabo Kosata. Yeah. I'm a miracle. And you want to talk about how cute the basket is. Oh, look at the baby. Come on, let's face it. A bunch of us were basket cases. (laughs) And a bunch more of us would be. He's rising up. He's growing up. He's in the right house at the right time being raised the wrong way. He's in the right house at the right time being raised the wrong way. We're in the world. But we're not Oh, Hey, look out. When nobody was around, mama would be nursing him. Shemaiah the night. She'd be just, baby, just be, her hero Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. You're going to deal with some things, baby, but I, I'm going to speak a little something into your spirit. You, you, you need to know you're a child of God. You're going to see some things, baby. You're going to endure some things, but you're a child of God. God did not save you for you to act like you don't have a purpose. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. But I do know he got a fierceness in him. He was a little timid. He had a little speech problem. Yeah, he did. Let me just pause and talk to all the IBC students with the call of God on your life. You don't have to be a great preacher to be a great leader. Yeah. Be smart, get you a good helper. <laughs> Some of you are like, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Turn in your Bibles to the book of Exodus or the book of uh, Hebrews. Let's go there now. Jump from Exodus to Hebrews. Hebrews 11. Starting at verse 23. You all right? Okay. The great hall of faith. Let's read about old Mo. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. I love this line. And they were not afraid of the king's command. You got to understand. That sentence says so much. Preacher pause. We have got to raise our kids like we're not afraid of the world. Yeah. Verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Picture that happening. Picture it play out in a a modern cinema. Imagine the day when the confrontation occurs. You can call me your son all you want. But I am not your boy. Because that's what they want. They don't care if we sing our little songs. They don't care if we have our little services. But at the end of the day, they don't want you to be any different. Hmm. by faith he refused somebody say he refused refused. Hmm. I'm struggling because I want to preach every here we go choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy The pleasures of sin for a season. There is pleasure attached to sin. And anybody who says otherwise has lied to you. But it is seasonal. And sin, when it's finished, brings forth. Verse 26. Here's what I really want to get to here. Esteeming the reproach of Christ. Greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he... He forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Ooh, what started with his parents ended up in him. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Sometimes it is hard to serve a God you cannot see while there is a Pharaoh you can. Through faith, he kept the Passover. And the sprinkling of the blood. Some of y'all understand now why I'm preaching this. Lest he destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, assaying to do, were drowned. Jump back to verse 26. Verse 26. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. We'll read it again. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Christ was not here when Moses was alive. But Moses lived in the face of the enemy on the promise of a Messiah. (laughs) I've got everything I want in Pharaoh's house. But if I've got a full wallet and an empty heart, If I've got all the gold of the kingdom, but I've got an empty spirit. The Bible says that he esteemed God. He looked forward and he began to grapple with the reality. My life was made for more than this. He began to hear mama's voice in his ear and in his heart again. He didn't keep you from the river for this house. He didn't keep you from the river so you could play it safe. He's designed you for more than this. But mom herself was the direct, listen, she was the direct initial prophecy of what was going to take place. There had to be a keeping of a mother before there could be the experience of a burning bush. I'm going to say this again. There had to be the keeping of a mother before there could be the experience of a burning bush where the Lord would speak to Moses. Because it is one thing for mom to believe in you. But when all of a sudden, that great theophany, that moment where God speaks to him. But mom kept him alive long enough for God to give him the next dimension word. Church, we are the mother. We are the mother. Brother Anthony, last week, no, I see him back here. Last week on a phone call on a Zoom prayer meeting in an early morning prayer, he began talking about letting the babies live and keeping the babies alive and the new ones that are coming to the church. I've come to tell you tonight before you ever gave that word a couple of weeks ago, God began to make me wrestle with this text right here that we have got to become something as the church where we refuse because of the pronouncement of this world and because of the declaration of Pharaoh. We got to Keep the baby alive. We gotta keep, listen, we gotta keep men and women that walk in this place, we gotta keep them sheltered, and we gotta keep them hidden even when, even when they look like they are doomed to destruction, we've got to be a raging mother that says, I feel like God's got another plan. I feel like God's got another work. I feel like God's got a bigger purpose. I feel like God has... I wish you'd worship right now like it was your backslidden kid I was preaching about. I wish you'd respond like it was your kid that came running to an altar tonight. What happens? What happens when new people come that hadn't been here for a while? What happens when, are you okay, am I okay? Hadn't been here for a while and ain't been living for God. What happens when they come to Calvary? I'll tell you what happens. They get loved right back into the body. They get to worship right along with us. They become front row saints. They become aisle runners. It's not about what the enemy believes. It's about what God believes. You're vital. We refuse to let the enemy destroy you. We refuse to let Pharaoh kill you. We refuse to let... Hear me right now. More than Pharaoh, hell wants to destroy the babies. Mama, we better make up our mind. The baby is going to live. Yeah. Thank you. The baby's got to live. The baby's, and I can't get away from that. If I got to walk up and look Pharaoh square in the eye, I'm going to tell him, let the people go. If Aaron's got to do my talking. Yeah. Let me see. You've heard me preach it. You're going to hear me preach it more. I'm on a mission. We are on a mission to be the mother. The difficult problem is they actually get an audience with Pharaoh and he's got a magic show waiting. He has got people that can duplicate the miraculous I don't care how you slice it, that's frustrating. I don't care how you slice it. Because if I would have been in Moses and Aaron's shoes, when the rod hit the ground and become a serpent, I would have felt pretty strong. Pick that thing back up again. (laughs) Bet I don't. Pick it up catch it by the tail, becomes a staff again. How about the whole hand in the cloak? Pulls it out, it's leprosy. Ooh. Put it back in, no problem. Pull it back out, it's clean again. Setting them up. But they are going to work Against Moses and Aaron. We'll turn the water to blood. So will we. (laughs) We'll get up and sing powerful songs. So will they. Hear me, cheap seats. Nobody can even see (laughs) y'all. Nothing fair about that. We'll, we'll, we'll get some new lights. So will they. No, 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 no. But we'll get, we'll get some moving ones. They already got them. They, yeah. And they're more expensive. And they look better. We'll put in some new car. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody on the project team just got nervous. Huh? <laughs> hey, Shedda? whip, whip, whippering frogs. I don't know how they got that. You know, of all the things that he had them trained to do, why did Pharaoh have them trained on the frog thing? <laughs> you ever wonder that? You ever, whippering frogs. So will we. It wasn't a good... Anyway. But then the Bible says, in our opening text of Exodus, Aaron's rod hits the dust. And lice or gnats, spread across everybody. You ever walk through a big gnat pile? Ugh. You ever had lice? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> we'll get that six foot social distance. <laughs> Crazy thing about it is they tried to duplicate it. They tried to duplicate it. What we've got to be careful of, Brother Herbst in 2021, is making sure in the Pentecostal church that we haven't flipped the switch and now we're the ones duplicating. Oh, buddy, I felt that right there. We ain't called to be duplicators. We are the originators. We're not trying to sing like them. We're not trying to talk like them. We're not trying to act like them. We are the one God people. We are, my, 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 I feel my help coming in this place. We are the hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. It's you and it's me. We're not called to duplicate them. They're called to duplicate us. But when they hit the ground, nothing happened. Now if it's me, and I'm the magician, I'm hitting it again. I'm messing with my buddies. Hit the ground. Hit the ground. Pharaoh's gonna kill us, man. Pharaoh's gonna mess us up. I'm telling you right now, in those days, Pharaoh would just as soon as slit your throat as look at you. Imagine having to walk to him and give an excuse. So they walked and just told him the truth. Pharaoh, I know you don't want to hear this, Imagine telling the guy who has said he is God. We found where your power stops. Imagine telling the man who thought he was going to rule everything. We found where your power is limited. It is the finger of God, Pharaoh. It is the touch of God. You want to know what? You want to know what I'm ready for? I'm ready for everybody to recognize where the power of this world stops and where the power of I'm ready for the dust to settle and for your family to have to run in this house. Hear me, we've got a bunch of plagues coming, but plague after plague, you read it. You read the first five. Pharaoh hardened his heart. You get to the second five. God hardened his heart. Pharaoh was not going to change. And I'm sorry, but I got to tell some of you, some people are never changing. Mm I felt a little something there. Some people are not much better than the devil. But they don't have the power to keep you from being who God has called you to be. I already told you. I know what you told me, but let my people go. I know you saw the blood. I know you saw the frogs. I know you saw the. Light. It's gonna keep coming until the babies. My, 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 my. What you start. Listen, isn't it something that it started with them wanting Moses dead, but by the time it's said and done, it's their babies dying. Because you can fight the will of God, but the will of God will be done. You can fight the people of God, but even the gates of hell will not prevail against the... So I'm asking somebody to become like Moses right now who esteemed, he esteemed... Every Bible, every Bible. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Who? I'm about to preach as good as I know how for about 60 seconds. Mm, But I'm gonna need your help. Hebrews 11, 26, 26. If you're there, I want you to read with me. I'm gonna read you, read with me. If you don't have it, you look at the board. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. I know I can't see it, but I'm going to. I know it's not here, but it will be. I know he told me no, but before he told me no, he told me yes. Oh, you better hear me right now. Before I had to listen to his carcass tell me no, I stood in front of a burning bush that was not consumed and God told me yes. And when I asked what should I say? He said, you tell him I am. Here's my message. I am gonna do this. I am gonna have revival. I am gonna see my family. I'm esteeming, I'm esteeming, I'm esteem-, I'm esteem. I'm not gonna be like the world. I'm not gonna live like the world. I'm not gonna act like, I don't wanna fit in. I want everybody in the building, I want you to lift your hands with me. And if you feel this way, I want you to repeat after me. I don't want to fit in. in. Why don't you fit in? Why don't you fit in with the world? Because you're not from here. Why don't you just act Egyptian? Because you're not. My God, have mercy. Won't you quit acting like you're half saved, half not? Come on, make up your mind. Give your neighbor a little cheek and elbow. Tell them, make up your mind. If you're saved, worship like you're saved. If you're saved, shout like you're saved. If you're saved, live like you're saved. Come on, we are sons and daughters. We are esteeming, we are esteeming, we are esteeming. Some of you need to take that steaming and turn yourself into a steamroller and just roll through every naysayer and roll through every lie of hell and roll through every wayward tongue. And what? Wo- <laughs> Tonight, Super Bowl, some of y'all been checking the score? Don't lie. It's all right. Just don't tell me. They're going to allow between twenty-two and twenty-five thousand people in there, but you know what they're going to do? They're going to put thirty thousand cardboard cutouts in there. Thirty thousand. You guys got those? <laughs> Look at that. I think they got a few of those. Yeah. Look at that mannequin in the back. That's disturbing. That's what it's going to look like right there. Right there. You can pay. You can pay. Send your money to a charity. Now some of you think that's cool. I'm not knocking it. I'm not. But in their place, they're going to pipe in applause. We don't need it to be full. Let's just pretend it's full. We don't. I'm going to tell you right now, anybody in the staff could tell you, Monday morning staff meeting three weeks ago, I looked at them, said, I'm excited about some things that are upcoming, but for me, Sundays here are Super Bowl. Sundays here, listen to this, I got to tell you something, this is a cool story. I said, Sundays for us, that's the Super Bowl. I wasn't even thinking, I got to be honest, I wasn't thinking about the Super Bowl being this Sunday night. Sorry. Had somebody text me last week when we had to cancel for weather, and he said, I'm taking my snow night next Sunday. It was funny, I laughed at it, then I rebuked him. I'm just kidding, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. It was funny. I told him that two or three weeks ago. I said, this is our, we were prepping for live. I said, I'm excited about live. I said, but Sunday's our Super Bowl, that's what it was. You remember it? Last Sunday, last Sunday, having a conversation with a brand new convert Brand new convert said, I've never felt anything like this. Never seen anything like this. He said, I've never seen people respond like this. He said, I'm watching you preach. He, he's he got all kinds of combat experience. Lifetime military. He said, I've never seen anything like this. He said, but when I'm watching you preach, I'm thinking to myself, that guy would die for these people. Whew. I thought God help me live up to that. Because I want to. But then... The next words he said, he didn't even know. He'd brand new. He said, but then I watched people start responding while you're preaching. He said, and something ran through me, and I thought, my God, it's like I'm at the Super Bowl. (laughs) You got those cutouts? You guys got those? Come here, bring your faces. Come on down front. Come on down front. Come on. Oh, we ain't got no... no, these are no high-dollar manufacture. <laughs> these are a bunch of kids that failed art school right here. Come on. <laughs> come on, line up all the way. You're going to have to come over here just a little bit. Keep coming this way. Come on. Come on. Had them bring a friend with them. Hey, wait a minute. Look at yours. Hey, let me s- turn that. Now, that's pretty good. I got to be honest. <laughs> Everybody hold them up so people can see them. A bunch of people can't see them. Some of you are embarrassed, but just hold them up. <laughs> that one over there, that's the tiniest head I've ever seen. It's... <laughs> he brought a baby. <clears throat> 30,000 cardboard cutouts. They're treating it that way to make it feel full. I asked them to cut these out. But I want these cardboard, listen, we, we started the cardboard testimony long before Super Bowl did. But you know what I want these to be for us? I want these to be friends we plan on winning. I want these to be family members we plan on seeing. Want, listen to me right now. What I refuse to do is say, let's let's get some Let let's make it look full. Let's make, hey, 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 when they're, not, when they're not worshiping, Brother Erickson, this is a good plan. Let's do this. Nobody else will listen. When they're not worshiping, let's do this. Let's pay a couple people. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. we'll give them like 100 bucks a week. And if it's not worshiping, let's just get a couple of hour runners mm-hmm. it just light things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't we do that? Why don't, why don't we just pretend? They said, Pharaoh, it was the finger of God. Calvary Tabernacle, we are not pretenders. Calvary Tabernacle, we are not pretenders. We are not going to be hypocritical. We are going to be Pentecostals who worship God in the fullness of who he is. And if need be, just like Moses, I would rather suffer for the sake of the gospel. I would rather suffer with Christ on my mind. I would rather suffer with Messiah than to enjoy the pleasures. I want you to throw your hands towards heaven all over this building. You students, I want you to turn around. I want you to lay those faces right here on this altar. I want you to lift your hands all over this building. I'm about done. Bring the babies home! I don't know what bar he's in. I don't know what river she's floating in but keep that baby alive mama I need you to pray right now mama I need you to pray right now I know you feel overwhelmed but when the dust settles they're gonna know there's something more to you. When the dust settles they're gonna know you got the real thing. I know they've been making fun of you but when the dust settles